Hey, everybody, this is Matt. And this is Greg. And this is Record Mashup. Before we start the episode, just make sure to check us out on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast service that you may use. This week, Matt, what do we have for this? Greg, I'm really excited for this episode. We've got a special guest with us. Our friend Kyle is with us today to talk about the NFL. We've got the NFL kicking off this week, and we're doing an NFL football-themed episode. So, Kyle, it's good to have you with us today. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on the episode today. Awesome. So, the song that I picked out for us this week is The Champion by Carrie Underwood, which features Ludacris. And, Greg, what do you got? I picked out Black and Yellow from Wiz Khalifa because I am a Steelers fan and love them so much. So, figure I'd pick a song pretty much dedicated to them and the city of Pittsburgh. Awesome. Well, do you want to jump in and uh, talk about yours first and uh, we'll get things going? Yeah. So first, starting off with the song Black and Yellow, Pittsburgh is actually the only city that has all of their sports teams associated with the same color for all of their teams. No other team that in the United States. So props to them. So starting off with Black and Yellow, it really started off with Anthem for Pittsburgh. It's by Wiz Khalifa. Um, from his third studio album, I think it was probably one of his bigger songs they had come out with at the at that time. You know, he's uh, done a lot of big things, but he's also a Pittsburgh native, so it was very fitting for him to pick that song. But jumping into the lyrics really quick, so he starts it off it's pretty pretty generic, just talking about black and yellow. So if you haven't seen the music video, he's referring to his uh, sports car that he has in there. Really nice looking car. Uh, it's painted all black and yellow and also referring to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for the sports scenes there and just bringing, bringing awareness and uh, love to his city, basically. Hey, Greg, did you see where the reason all the teams in Pittsburgh, their, their colors are black and yellow is because the city actually has an official flag and their official flags colors are black and yellow. And that actually predated any of the professional teams that were in the city. And so when all the professional teams came to, to Pittsburgh, they, they adopted those colors as their team colors. Yeah. I just thought that was kind of an interesting little tidbit of history there. Yeah. And I'd just like to point out, I'm a Steelers fan, not a uh, Pittsburgh sports fan. I'm still a uh, Tigers fan and a Red Wings fan and a Pistons fan. I just, sorry, I'm from Michigan, but the Lions, the Lions, they're not cutting yeah. it. They, they are not cutting it. <laughs> Barry Sanders left. I was like, it's time to bounce. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not, I'm actually not a big NFL fan myself, um, but I have been to a number of Pirates games there in Pittsburgh, which is one of my favorite baseball stadiums, especially if you sit along the third base line, you just get this wonderful view of the city line. Um, yeah, you're more of a uh, college sports fan, right? Yeah, more or less. Yeah. What about you, Kyle? Who, what what teams do you support? Yeah, I'm really big into all the sports, but obviously football, playing that my entire life from high school and college. Um, I really love the sport. It's really, I mean, just in Pennsylvania, it's a very big sport across the state. Um, for the NFL, um, you know, Eagles, and then for college, like Notre Dame. And that's the interesting about Notre Dame. It's just kind of a national following. It doesn't really matter where you live or where you're from. You find them all across the country. It's kind of like the Cowboys in a way. Yeah. That's really cool. And you, you played, you said you played college football, right? Yep. Division three football at Dickinson college. Nice. 
We've got some, uh, Greg, I think we got a little more expertise on the sport here than certainly more than I, at least. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the Virginia Cavaliers need some help this year. I'm pretty sure. So, Hey, we're ranked top 24, man, in the preseason poll. Are they? Oh, yeah. That's that's high for them. Yeah. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're rising. So long that lasts. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, getting back into it for the, black and yellow song course starts off they talk about doing everything big uh pulling off a lot he's stunned with his uh car and everything it's all black and yellow so really focusing on that black and yellow for making everything look good and everything and then getting into the song it's not it's not super into the nfl so i'm gonna kind of gloss over that for this week for for lyric wise but it's just talking about doing things big having the right car having the right girls and everything. So he's talking about having a suede inside to his car. Sounds pretty nice. Probably, probably <laughs> pretty warm in there with some suede inside. But uh, I say that would not be a good car to be driving around in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. But he probably has the windows down and everything. So it's probably got some nice airflow in there. And it's probably not really just for cruising because if he's got, if he's got an engine like you're saying he is, that gas mileage is not good. No. Yeah, he's got to have something paying for that. <laughs> um so for, first verse just kind of goes into that having the car going and then uh just making making millions and adding everything to his schedule so that's good for him and this was early in his career wasn't it the song uh, this, i mean it's his third studio album so while early in his career he still had a couple of uh singles before that and some mixtapes and stuff. So he's got some, he's got some experience behind him, but he is just coming up in the rap game at that yeah. point. It was still kind of on his rise. Yeah. Rise to fame. Yeah. Yep. It was like his first big hit for the most part. Yeah. I think I saw it was his first number one. His first number yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a couple of singles before that, but I would really say that that's what put him on the map. Yeah. Thinking back to freshman year in college, feels like years ago, but it wasn't that far ago. No, no, not at all. 2010. That's that's exactly what I was thinking, Kyle, when I was listening to it. I remember hearing this song at like all the freshman, you know, frat parties we'd go to. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's just in your mind over and over again. Anyway, sorry, Greg, we keep interrupting. No, you. no, it's fine. It's great. It's a lot of good conversation. Uh, get back, back into it for the second verse. He's talking about uh, call his jeweler to get get some new jewelry and stuff, some like chains or what uh, rings, whatever it may be. There was a line here, and I I tried looking it up, and the definition I found didn't. I shouldn't say a line, a word. Uh, the definition I looked up didn't make much sense to me. What is Clico? I'm sipping Clico. It sounds like a drink. Uh, yeah, pretty sure that's what it is. If I'm not. It's a um, champagne. Okay. All right. That makes more sense because what I, what I found was not a drink by any means. <laughs> so, <laughs> I wasn't uh, really sure. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what you found. Yeah. But. It, it was not, let's just say it was, uh, I know we're rated explicit on our podcast, but I, it, let's not go there. <laughs> it's a champagne. <laughs> <laughs> He's rocking yellow diamonds, which are expensive diamonds. Uh, He's got the champagne. Most people associate champagne with class and things like that. So he's going more upper class, you know, 
spending more on, on his drinks and stuff like that. And from there, he gets into his, the chorus again, going back to that black and yellow. And can I add one bit on that? Just with me, I, I think the one that stood out to me was just the rep in my town line. Uh, I know you talked about that a little bit, but just in life in general, you know, you grow up somewhere for your, most of your life and you move somewhere else or wherever you go in your career. I think you always want to make sure you try to bring that little piece of from hometown where you ever, anywhere you go. Absolutely. It kind of shows that a little bit in this song, but just looking at, you know, what football is like and what my hometown is like, you know, being from Pennsylvania, a very hardworking blue collar type town. And, you know, that's what, why football resonates in the state. You know, it's kind of just lunch pail, get your hands dirty type sport. And I think that's why you see Philadelphia and Pittsburgh both kind of resonates in both those cities. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Kyle. Thank you. Yeah, that makes and that makes good sense. I think that's probably true in most states too. I mean, I think I think about Texas comes to mind. You know, I I've lived my entire life in Virginia, and I think in some sense that's that's the case. Although Virginia is not as much of a blue collar state as it used to be, but there certainly are still pockets within the state where that's the case. But yeah, there's definitely always that desire to want to associate yourself with your hometown, regardless of where you end up in life, wherever you end up living. Mm -hmm. That's a really great point, Kyle. Yeah. And I like, I liked the line too, in the chorus where he says, you know, everything I do, I do it big, you know, this idea of whatever you're going to put your heart and soul into like go all in on it. Right. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen if you don't give it your full effort. And it's kind of, this kind of takes me back, Greg, to our, um, I think it was our second or third episode where we were talking about trains and, you know, the midnight train to Georgia song where it's, you know, it just makes me think of the guy that, you know, didn't, or, or, or gal, I can't remember. I think it was a guy in the song that, you know, didn't make it in California for whatever reason, um, in Hollywood. And, but, um, just kind of makes me reminisce back to that, but yeah, just, you know, this idea of put your heart and soul into it. Cause you never know what's going to happen. If you're up to bat, you're swinging for the fences, man. Yeah. I think that's been a recurring theme in some of our uh, podcasts with the trains episode, the la- last episode that we just did yeah. with uh, school. Now this one, we're picking some quality songs to uh, motivate people, you know, get, get those nice motivational speeches to throw out on uh, Instagram and, qu- and quote ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what we are. We're a, a motivational music podcast. I don't yeah. know. Maybe we're evolving. <laughs> yeah. So the last verse is pretty similar to the last few verses. Just like talking about his car being unapproachable, super clean, but super mean. So it's got a lot of power to it, but it looks very nice type deal. Uh, being fly, taking trips, just pretty much talking about the whole themes about his car, pretty much. And then just talking about black and yellow and then the music video for it really ties it back into being about Pittsburgh with all the Pittsburgh uh, memorabilia and everything. And that that kind of gets me to the fact about the song. So Lil Wayne did a cover of it called green and yellow when Pittsburgh and the Packers had to go to the Super Bowl. And this is actually the first time for a Super Bowl that both teams use the same song. So lyrically, they're not the same song, but like he's the same bass song for both of the teams, which I thought was pretty fun. Unfortunately, Steelers lost, but uh, Pittsburgh did pretty good that game. So I'll, I'll give the props to them. 
Another interesting thing I saw, if anyone keeps track of chart topping songs in, in their uh, spare time, but this was the seventh song to hit number one that contains the word black in it, which I thought was just kind of an interesting uh, tidbit. <laughs> and this, it's the third song to hit number one that features the word yellow. <laughs> so your random fact of the day. So, but that's, that's the kind <laughs> of facts I love. Useless facts that you can do absolutely nothing with. Yes. But you're just like, yeah. hey, I got a fact. Yeah. <laughs> I love those. I'm full. Now, do you have a random fact for this song? Uh, I think Greg took mine. So okay, I'll have one for the. I'll have one for the next one. You might you might have it, but we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll give it to you. We'll let you run okay. with it. <laughs> Just also like to point out that the Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Big Ben is back. We'll see. How, hopefully he's healthy, but we'll see. Yeah, he'll play through almost anything. He only has a few more years yet, but I think he still has a couple more years. He's he's, he's he has a really good, great career, regardless of what happens. I've gone through a lot of transition periods in the past couple of years. A lot of different players, and he's still done well. Running backs, defensive players, offensive players. New receivers, especially after losing Brown and everything. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been a wild ride in the past couple of years. I'll, I'll be honest. I haven't paid much attention to, to NFL. As I said, I'm not a huge NFL fan. But um, are they doing a bubble, or like what's their, what's their plans for this year? It'll be like baseball. They're going to play in empty stadiums for the most part. Some stadiums might allow 15 to 20%. Mm -hmm. I know, like, for example, the Eagles aren't letting anybody this year. Yeah, so it's, like it's, baseball. Up to, it's up to the teams to allow people to go in, but most teams are not allowing anyone. I know the Steelers aren't, the Jets aren't, and the Giants aren't, because I looked at those to actually go to those games, and they're not allowing anyone into their stadiums. Gotcha. Yeah, I know, um, you know, college football is hit or miss, uh, you know, with UVA at Charlottesville, I know they're doing like, it's like a limited to a thousand people only in the stadium, which basically is like family members of the players, essentially. It's certainly a, an interesting time we live in, but at least we'll have TV to watch sports. So, yeah. But that was all I had for black and yellow. No one had anything else. Matt, do you want to jump into your song? Yeah, let's do it. As I said, I picked the song The Champion uh, by Carrie Underwood, which features Ludacris. And uh, this was a song that was released on January 12th, 2018. It was also later released as a bonus track off her sixth studio album, Cry Pretty. But it was primarily released specifically for Super Bowl 52, and which was in 2018, obviously. And it was also, it was such a kind of an athletic generic song that they also used it for the 2018 winter Olympics, which I thought was pretty neat. One of the things that that's pretty cool about this song is that uh, Carrie Underwood helped write the song along with three other uh, gentlemen, Christopher bridge, Chris, Stefano, Chris, Stefano, sorry. <laughs> and uh, Brett James, but in writing the song, they actually for inspiration listened to a lot of, you know, the great sports speeches of time, you know, like, you know, locker room type speeches. Um, Coach Valvano, if you've ever seen like his speech from, um, was that the ESPYs? I believe it was. NC State. Yeah. Super inspirational uh, speech to the, if you have never watched that, you should go watch it. But that's kind of where they drew their inspiration from in writing the song, which I thought was pretty cool. But jumping into the song itself, it's a really upbeat, optimistic song that 
really serves as a motivational song for not just athletes, but just everyday individuals. The first verse jumps in and they're, you know, she says, you know, I'm not going to be the last one standing. You know, everyone's going to be watching me. And she says this line in there, I live for the battle. I'm a soldier, which I just, I love that line. I think that's so good. And she's got references to Rocky, Muhammad Ali, and, you know, and she's saying, I've paid my dues. I can't lose. So it's this idea of getting in there and fighting. And that's kind of I'm jumping ahead a little bit here. But, you know, we think about these two songs together. It's both of these songs have this idea of whatever we do, we're going all in. You know, we're not, yeah. we're not going to let up and we're going to give it everything we got. I just think that's, that's such a great motivational way of thinking about these. And the music video, I'm not sure if you watched it at all, but it's, it's pretty flashy where it jumps in between different images and uh, little short clips and everything, but it goes with exactly what she's singing. So like the I'm a soldier part goes to, to uh, someone in the military. And then the I'm a fire part just shows some, some lady boxing and shows a picture of Ali. So just kind of a jumping around with that using visual representation with everything that she's saying. So pretty good artistically for that. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I I did watch the music video and I, I love that they tied these other occupations into it, right? So you mentioned a few, but they also even include things like teachers in the music video, mm-hmm. yep. um, civil rights leaders, first responders. I mean, these are all people that, you know, the song's called The Champion, right? Yeah. Um, these are everyday champions. The, the very beginning of the video started off with a picture of MLK. So yeah, it was right into that. And just to tie into the whole aspect about being a fighter and tying into all aspects of life, I mean, just look at football. It's a sport where you get one play and you got to be ready for the next play. And the song talks a lot about adversity and overcoming challenges. Like, you know, if you have one bad play, you got to be able to forget about it and get on to the next one. And that's a big part of anything in life. You can't, you got to roll with the punches. You know, sometimes it's not about if you can give the punch, but how many punches you can take and keep moving forward. Just like she mentioned with Rocky in the show. Yeah, being being uh, second and ten, going to third and twenty-five is not very fun. No, not at all. <laughs> third and long. Sorry to our viewers who are not uh, football savvy and don't understand what we're talking about it at some points, but uh, you should get into football then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be like uh, I don't know, like striking a batter out, and then the next guy comes up and hits a grand slam or something. Yeah, that's just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's, there's so many analogies in sports that, you know, but this idea of, if you get knocked down, you know, getting back up and keep fighting. All right. Thanks um, handsome. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I think that's actually a line in here. Yeah. It's in the chorus. Okay. Um, yeah, if you get, <laughs> so I, I, you know, can't say that that's original, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, so jumping into the chorus, you know, I love these lines. She you know, she jumps out here with you know, invincible, unbreakable, unstoppable, unshakable. All these, you know, adjectives that just describe a champion, someone that's constantly fighting and willing themselves forward. And then we get, you know, the, there's the second verse in there, which is kind of just echoing a lot of the similar themes. But then we get to the part with Ludacris, and I just thought this was really well done and very artistic. Um, it actually, in many ways, reminded me of like poetry. And I know that like a lot of music in general, especially lyrically, you know, and rap music is poetry. But, you know, if you remember like growing up in like elementary school and stuff, you'd see like those poems or like you'd have a word and like there'd be like something with each letter. So that's basically what he does here in this part of the song. You know, he basically spells out champion. 
and associates a word with each letter of the word. So like C is for champion, H is for hurt and honor, A is for attitude, M for motivation, P is for perseverance, you know, I is for integrity and innovation, O is for optimism, and N is for never giving up, right? And so this idea that he's really kind of defining what a champion is in this artistic, poetic way, I think it was really, really cool. Yeah. And then, uh, then we get into kind of what I call like the outro of the song, you know, it's, it's all about who wants it the most and fight for what we believe in. So just more images of this, you know, constantly fighting and, and pushing yourself and willing yourself forward athletically or whatever it is you, you do in life. Really great. song. it's really upbeat too. I really, it's really catchy. Yeah. And <laughs> Carrie Underwood made the song specifically for champions for like the Super Bowl, things like that. But she made the lyrics generic enough that people can apply them in everyday life so that even if you're not like a top athlete or something like that, you can still use that to like push yourselves, which is basically the chorus of the invincible, unbreakable, unstoppable, unshakable part. Yeah. I even, you know, I was even thinking about this, like what other ways could this song be applied in life? I mean, certainly business, right. Um, could be, you know, you can get knocked down in business and you want to get back up, um, a medical diagnosis, you know, someone that gets diagnosed with something that, you know, you know, cancer or some other rare disease or something, just this idea of you want to keep pushing forward, um, and you're gonna, you're gonna beat it, you know? And I think that, 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 motivation is articulated incredibly well in this song. Absolutely. Aside from that, I mean, the song was moderately successful. Um, It hit number 47 on the billboard hot 100. The music video, which we referenced earlier also won the CMT female video of the year in 2018, which is a pretty big award uh, within country music. Uh, So that was pretty cool. Aside from that, you know, got a couple little cool Facts about the song, but I don't want to steal Kyle's facts. So Kyle, well, what do you, what you do already got? stole my fact, technically. No! <laughs> well, I think, I think the big thing I wanted to link was that they're both was a Super Bowl aspect to each song, which you kind of mentioned. I will add that Super Bowl 52 was the year the Eagles won their first Super Bowl and they beat Tom Brady. So that's pretty cool, at least. Fly goes fly. Anyone being Tom Brady is a good is a good team. Yep. He threw for 500 yards. They still won, though. Was Chris Long on the team that year? He was. He won back-to-back years. Patriots and Eagles. So yeah, he had a good. He had a good deal. Yeah, he went to UVA. <laughs> he uh, yeah, <laughs> he still lives in Charlottesville too. Yeah, he's done a lot for this the town. Yeah, he's a, he's a nice guy. So yeah, so one of the things that I found that I thought was pretty cool. So when she when Carrie Underwood recorded this song, so she's married to Mike Fisher, who I believe he's re- retired now, but so he was playing for the Nashville Predators in the National Hockey League. I'm pretty sure he's retired now. Maybe you got you guys. Yep, he's retired. 2017. Okay. Yeah. So he was playing for the Predators at the time, and apparently she let him listen to the song early uh, before it was released, and he loved it so much that he wanted to like he would I guess you know his you know iPod or whatever you know music device he had he would listen to the song before every game to kind of get himself hyped, and he kept saying like I want to play this like you know, in the locker room for all the team, my teammates and stuff, but Carrie like would not let him because it wasn't released and it was supposed to be released for the Super Bowl, which I thought was kind of, kind of cool. 
She had a lot of faith in her husband to yeah. not play that loud. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mike, what are you listening to? Can't tell you. Yeah. Can't tell yeah. you. Top <laughs> secret. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was kind of a cool little, uh, cool little story. But uh, yeah, that's really all I got about the song. I really like this song. I think both are pretty good anthems for an NFL team, a Super Bowl. I think that the champion is a little more generic and can just be used as like, hey, this is a really good song to play at any sporting event just to keep the crowd engaged and stuff. Whereas black and yellow is more like if it's a Pittsburgh team, you can play it. But like outside of that, it's not really it doesn't really mesh especially anymore since like the hype of the song is gone. You know, it's not like it first came out just now came out years ago. Yeah. I mean, the champion kind of reminds me of, it's like growing up, you know, if I watch, you know, Sunday night football, Monday night football, there's always that song on in the beginning where they play They're kind of really tied to either team, but it's just about football and the sport. Um, I kind of, that kind of brought me back to memories, just you know, being younger, you know, I'd be a little kid and I would sit right in front of the TV and I would lay out all my football jerseys on the couch and that I had when the Eagles would play. So it kind of brought me back to that memory, just kind of watching Monday night football, Sunday night football. Yeah. Kyle, when you were playing in college, did you guys, you know, like in the locker room before a game or anything, did you guys like have music playing and to get hyped up before a big game or anything? Yeah. For college, we had a ritual. Um, We had like a ritual to actually listen to like Phil Collins in the air tonight. And we kind of like right before we go out of the locker room, we would do that, like that that drum roll real quick, and then that's when we'd go out. So it was kind of it's kind of hard to describe, but we did have like kind of a ritual. That was like the opposite of my uh, high school football. Listen to like Little John and things like that, <laughs> like <laughs> like like gangster rap and stuff. Yeah, we, we listened to that more in high school than college. College, but I think people listen to more of like country music. Depending on you know areas that you lived and the people that you were with, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it depends on like where you're from, right? And yeah, and every school has their own traditions and and rituals that that they do. You know, like I know Virginia Tech, they always come out to Inner Sandman uh, by Metallica. It's a good song to come out to. But yeah, no, I think as you know, as you said, they're both really great songs that kind of reminisce about football and and I think as we as we previously mentioned, I just you know I really think that they're great motivational songs if, if you'll pick out bits and pieces of them. Absolutely. Um, I didn't have anything to add for both of the songs. Did you guys have anything additional? That's all I got. No, I, I like them. I mean, <laughs> you know, as I, as I said, they're, uh, they're good songs. I, I don't know that I'd actually ever, even though I picked the song, I don't think I'd ever actually heard the song, the champion before which is a first for me to pick a song that I've never heard of before. <laughs> yeah. I had to listen to it first to kind of get an idea, but when I heard it, then I kind of knew, but at first glance, I didn't recognize it. Yeah. I, I came across it by searching for football songs. So, <laughs> so anyway, well, Kyle, we appreciated having you on this week with us. Thanks guys. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Kyle. Anytime. Greg, what do we, uh, what do we have lined up next week? Well, next week, I think we're going to talk about rain. So I was going to talk to you about I Wish It Would Rain by The Temptations. Matt, what do you have? We're going to do, I'm going to pick Purple Rain by Prince, which uh, I think will be fun. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be a good comparison. Prince is always fun to listen to. 
Absolutely. And the, the temptations are great as well. So yeah. Love me some Motown music. It'll be a, it'll be a fun week. Well, Kyle, again, thank you so much. And for all our listeners, if you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on social media sites. We've got a Facebook page, a Twitter, and Instagram. You can also find us on YouTube for the full uncut version, unedited, unedited version of the podcast, if that's something that would be of interest to you. And uh, with that, we'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone, for watching or listening. Thank <laughs> you.